I lose my voice pretty much immediately. Yeah. One night out, yeah. and I am dead. That's it. So you can yeah. hear it already. It's, yeah. it's going. So I, I guess I can't go anywhere anymore. I have to be a recluse. I think that's uh, that's the, probably the safest plan for you at this point. I am Preserve now, that voice. I am now just um, going to stay inside, be a shut-in for mm-hmm. my job until... Until I drink do this. a lot of throat coat tea, and there you go. Yeah, that's what she said. That, that's all you got. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does that work? That way? <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe a little bit of a stretch, but I always support what it, even if we try. What are you talking about? He knew exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. I <laughs> know. Uh, hey, Scott, should we play some uh, "Change My Mind" Monday? Yes. Yes. It's interesting what we've got going on here. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. It's going to be a this interesting episode. Why tonight. am I on camera? Well. Because you're the star. Well, he's waiting to push. He's, yeah, we're waiting to. Uh, so the timing is a little bit off there. And as we, there we go. Hello, Nick, this and welcome so to Change My Mind on a Monday. Trista, thank you for sharing your microphone. <laughs> this is why you should watch us on Twitch and YouTube. You'll see things going on that uh, like team? improvising, if this is the case. And Wondering. if you're listening to us coast to coast Scott on the leading, QL Radio Network, you're leading up. you look yeah. so ridiculous right now. I, I look ridiculous I when it. I got here. That's, that's I just true. look more ridiculous that's, that, that's now. True. That's true. With his assist numbers, Change My Mind, and non-existent on most night turnovers, Jamal Murray is really the most important nugget, if you will. Oh. We all know who's likely to win the MVP. But his his uh, assist turnover ratio, 12 to 0 last time out. He did have a 10 to 7, but he also had a 10 to 1 and a 10 to 3. Change my mind. I want Murray's to. Murray's key. I want Nick, to, we'll start with you. I want to change your mind. I want to change how you feel about that. But it's just impossible when you have Nikola Jokic right there in the lineup and a guy that also gets a ton of assists. What, what Jamal Murray's doing is incredible in these finals. You talk about that assist turnover ratio. I mean, that's that's true point guard level. I mean, one, oh. one of the things that makes Chris Paul so great is that assist turnover ratio. He didn't turn the ball over in his prime. He was great. Jamal Murray now has turned himself into also a playmaker and a scorer, but I, I just I, I can't put him above the level of where Nikola Jokic is because we've seen that when Nikola Jokic is doing everything, this team doesn't lose. I'll play a devil's advocate. I'll, okay. be the, uh, I'll be the mad dog or the Stephen A or whoever on the debate show. Hey, wait, 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 you mean Jokic is the right best now. player. He's the best basketball player on the planet right now currently. Uh, he's definitely the best in the league. He should have been the MVP. I'm glad he wasn't. But I'll say Jamal Murray is the most important <laughs> nugget because the last couple years in the postseason when there was no Jamal Murray, this team didn't do anything. So, obviously, Jokic is the best player. But I'll say maybe Jamal Murray is the most important player. Kind of like if you were a Bulls fan in the 90s, Jordan was the best player in the league. Maybe the greatest of all time, but Scottie Pippen, I Jamal would argue, Murray just missed a three while was you said the more that. important player because He's the Bulls couldn't do it without Pippen. See, it's interesting that you say that because that's where my initial thought went. And then I said to myself, well, we've never seen what this team looks like with without Jokic because Jokic mm-hmm. is never not there because Jokic is not injury prone, uh, hasn't torn an ACL, hasn't torn an Achilles and all the other things that Jamal Murray has done. So I don't think that even the Nuggets are a first-round playoff team with just Jamal Murray on the team, especially before Bruce Brown and KCP and all these other role players, uh, like when they had Jokic there. I think they were like the four or five seed with just Jokic, MPJ kind of halfway in, halfway out, and Jamal Murray. Mm -hmm. So Michael Porter Jr., seven points. We are almost home. I got to throw this out there. Seven points, six boards. That means 13, and he has an assist, 14. I literally only need, if he hits a three, I hit that uh, 16 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Now that's a crazy adjustment. Yeah, it is. Good. I'm happy for you. I was just he We're let me down so bet. much I couldn't do it. I don't know if I'm gonna Bet get Bam the tri- again. I don't know if yeah it is. Bam's got no. Bam's got twelve. 12 I don't know and if six. I'm gonna get uh, the triple double for Jamal Murray, but we'll see. 
Um, well, Bam's got 14. Yeah, Bam's maybe. got 14, six right rebounds. There. We are right there, maybe. We yeah. are right there. Outside of the 80-1 to deal, yeah. I think I'm going to well, win the other ones. The 80-1 to is one of those where you Come go, on, all right, yeah, if it doesn't like, hit, I'll I'm be fine. fine. I'm not going to get upset it, about it's, that. It's not, not the worst deal in the world. If you want to swing back over to Scott, go for as it. we bring him back in for another uh, Change My Mind Monday, as, <laughs> as the process continues. Trust the process. And again, we always hey, do. show must go on. Uh, change My Mind. Rye, we'll start with you this time. I'm still ready to sprinkle. Yeah. Plus 1,600, 16 to 1. A little on Matthew Kachuk of the Florida Panthers. Now, by the way, status uncertain because there's been a lot of talk as the Panthers star may be injured. But uh, his status will be cleared up tomorrow night. Obviously, if he's out, I ain't sprinkling. But um, for Con Smythe, and, and we talked to um, Johnny Lazarus during the first hour, you, you got to put a little bit on him. Why not? And if Florida's going to climb back into the series, it's going to be on Matthew's back. Sorry, Bob, as in Sergei Bobrovsky. Changed my mind. No, Mr. I completely Horvath. agree. And I, and I like the 16-to-1 price because, like you said, I mean, that's the only way that they get back. He's going to have to be superhuman. And you're getting a better number if you wanted to bet Florida right now outright. You're looking at a plus 700 number. So that's a much better price. I actually, though, uh, might take a little shot with Aiden Hill at plus 900. Mm-hmm. Career journeyman mm-hmm. backup goalie, 10-4 and four here in the postseason. He's been lights out. I don't hate that price, but I agree, Scott. I really like that number 16-1 to one, rather than Florida at 7-1 to because if they come back, I think he's going to have to be superhuman. Now, you know we can get Bobrovsky at 25-1 to one to win Conn Smythe, and I don't see this Florida team going anywhere without him. It, 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 for a team like the Florida Panthers, doing what happens – Occasionally in the Stanley Cup playoffs, it's a hot goaltender, rides you all the way to the end. Kachuk has been great, and he's massively important for them. But I'm going to go with Bobrovsky still. Still, not just because of the price at 25-1, to 1, but just because realistically, this team is going to come back and win this series only if they've got a goaltender that does what? Stands on his head, as they say. He needs to stand on his head the rest of the series if they have any shot. At, at winning and coming back from a 3-1 deficit. Well, and we talked uh, with our guy as well, and I think for, at 27-1, to 1, Jack, Jack Eichel could be a nice little mm-hmm. look as well. Uh, we have 25-1 to 1 for BetMGM. But, yeah, I think Kachuk is a great bet at 16-1. to 1. I just kind of like the 25-1 to 1 a little more. It almost is based more on price than what you think is actually totally. going to necessarily happen in the series. And I think that's where like the mindset has to be different as you get to these moments where it's, okay, you think who's more logically going to win the Smythe or the MVP in the NBA Finals, but then you look at price and go, well, just in case, let me mm-hmm. put a little sprinkle on this just so you have that ticket just in case. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was kind of giving you a second right. there. No, it's hey, listen, it's all good. Uh, and now apparently I'll be on camera there or something like that. Uh, change my mind on a Monday, y'all. Golf nicknames are wholly underrated by the sports and betting landscape. Tommy Fleetwood's Fairway Jesus is one of the best. That is great. Anywhere. Change my mind. You know what? How can I disagree with you? I can't. It's a great nickname, and golf nicknames don't get enough attention because we talk too much about hockey nicknames where everybody's just Shorzy and Holy and Ovi and Brodsky, and it's, it's just dumb. This is where the nicknames are, but you don't see enough of this in golf because we don't have Happy Gilmore on the, go- on, on the PGA Tour. We need a Happy Gilmore so you can add a little bit more to some of these nicknames. I'm with you, Scott. I love them. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, though, because, like, hockey, and I'm with you, but we've had some good ones in the history. I mean, you had the Grim Reaper. Um... I do like some golf ones. I, I think actually baseball has the best nicknames, though. Baseball. Baseball. Like, who though? Baseball. Ted Williams. Teddy Ball Game. I oh, thought was the greatest God. nickname that's of all time. All right. When well, did you come back from your trip and get so boring? I mean, wow, I'm that's disappointed. So it, well, I mean, it was the oldest trip I've ever taken. <laughs> I, 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 
Yeah. It, yeah, I think I think the PGA Tour needs to embrace it. If they're going to try to get younger, yeah. they're obviously accepting all this Saudi money, so they're not adverse. <laughs> they're not adverse to train, changing things up in order to make money. I think the branding of golfers are huge. Nicknames to me, Fairway Jesus is definitely a really it's good so one. Great. Uh, Jason Duffner had Duff Daddy, which I thought was really good. He could as be Duff well. Man. What about Duff Man? Sam Sneed was the nude knob, which is like very sexual. I thought that was That's Tiger Woods. <laughs> that was only behind no, closed the, doors. They were when he calling was called him that. the De- the Denny's waitress knob. Yeah. Phil's lefty or degenerate like or in that. debt. Yeah, there, there, yeah. There's that too. In big trouble. No, I, I honestly think that we should get that more. I think that should be more present in all sports, though. It's also like the broadcast. You got to mention that stuff more. People got to know that like that's that's a nickname, and then it becomes a thing. Look. I get it. Golf is, it's the gentleman's sport. Oh, yes, it's very classy. But in reality, you got to have a little fun with it. You got to make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I'm for it. Bring out more of those nicknames. All right, change my mind. One last one for you. I should continue as an older dad to not know who social media heavy hitter Mr. Beast is. Now, let me take this one first, actually, right? Yes, Ryan. <laughs> so, my kid loves the Paul Brothers. Now, he's drinking this, uh, the Prime the prime Juice. I won't let him have, like, the energy drink one because he's nine, but he likes the recovery <laughs> one. So, he doesn't need that. The weekends, the weekends, we go to the gym, and, like, my selling point is that I'm, because I don't have a babysitter, is that I'll get him a Prime. So, he loves Prime. He loves, like, the Paul Brothers. And um, I hate all these YouTubers. There's this kid. His name's Ryan, and he does like the Ryan's toy review with his parents. And oh, so is that the kid that makes like eight million dollars a year? Like, I found out his net worth, and I hate him. I, and and I actually did a whole segment when I was doing Milwaukee radio on how it's actually okay to hate kids as long as they're not your kids, and if they're making more <laughs> money than you, and they're spoiled little brats. But Mr. Beast, I was ripping into this guy because I'm like, here's another clown, and I guess he actually does a lot of good for people. Uh, you know, a lot of charity stuff. So. I guess if I had to choose, like, all the YouTubers or social media stars, he's my second favorite next to Trista. Oh, nice. <laughs> but Trista's not having Tom Brady knock down uh, drones from a yacht. So you got to wait. It was a $100 million yacht, I think, too. But don't you don't want to know who this guy is, Scott. You don't want to know I, I who any know. of these guys are. So here's the thing, Scott. I don't I'm know. I, I just fan. know that he's, like, the most popular, most viewed YouTuber, and that's all I got for you. And there's that. that's it. Now He makes burgers, too. Uh, does he? Yeah. Big ones, what expensive them- ones. Yeah, like Wagyu, you can nice like Wagyu beef. Uber yeah, like like twenty two thousand dollars worth too. I think Keith Lee is my favorite uh, TikToker. Keith Lee started as an MMA fighter. He was not able to fight during the pandemic, so he became a food reviewer. Uh, started reviewing a lot of the foods in Las Vegas. He'll always say how much they cost, and then he gives kind of like a down home review. He's not like a very cultured right, eater, right. so that's kind of like what makes him appealing. Sure. And now he's basically the Dave Portnoy of the food industry, like where Dave reviews a pizza, and then all of a sudden you can't get a pizza there for mm-hmm. like they're just backed up. That's now Keith Lee for every restaurant that he goes to. Good for him. Keith Lee ends up on you know like Good Morning America talking about the thing that tells. This is the American dream. Like, you guys sleep on social media. That'll change your damn life. No, it can't. Like, I probably would make a third of the amount of money. I bet they would have paid me, like, $20 an hour to work on this show if I didn't have a social media following. <laughs> I, maybe not even that. Maybe what is it? What's the legal minimum here? $17? I think that's what I, I would get. I don't even know what it is anymore. $17 an hour know. is now the no, well, social media. Minimum. Social media, is it's it's not going away. You just you got to use it in the right way. And some yeah. people do and some people don't. Yeah. It's just... You got to make sure you're like, like you know, when the kids are nine, you want to be like, yeah. hey, uh, it's like wanting to be an actor. It's still really, really hard. Yeah. Just, just keep that in mind as you pursue your dreams. Yeah, that's what my kid wants to be—a YouTube star and a and a spy. He wants to be a spy. 
Yeah, in a YouTube style. Have you taken him to the spy museum at all? Yeah, yeah, it's our favorite. How does he feel about it? We like it, but it's like the only one that costs money, so. But, it's, but it is a good time. The spy museum. You, great time if you're ever in the D.C. area. Right, you want to squeeze one more in, Scott? Squeeze one more in. Change my mind. Aside from the Nick Taylor putt, seeing Aaron Rodgers at the Tony Awards yeah. last night was one of the coolest things all weekend. Ryan, you look like you watched a yeah, lot we'll of the let Tony him go Awards last night. I, by the way, admission, I, I did. Did you? And and they cut away. I go, Dan, that's Aaron Rodgers right there. What is he doing? Yeah. He, he's showing up at everything. He's been everything. at everything, which is kind of crazy to see. Like, if, you, if you're a Rodgers guy and you were a Rodgers guy like a decade ago, uh, you never really saw him out and about. Now he's everywhere. He's at a Rangers game. He's at a Yankees game. He's at a Mets game. He was at, I think I saw him at Wicked. Uh, I didn't personally see him, but he's been everywhere. I think it's pretty cool, actually. I'm still a big Rodgers he guy. Is, he has got a fresh lease on life right now. He is happy to Every be out of Green Bay. Every day he is happy to be out of Green Bay, that's for I sure. I don't blame him. What a dumb case. Whoa, careful. Wow. Damn, you're just insulting I mean, it's a great stadium, story. but what the hell do you do in, in June in, in, in Green Bay? That's the time to do it because it's warmer. It's, it's 50 degrees there during the day. It's pet MGM the night.